Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, it's a new year and all things new, so time to look at what you should be watching out for this year business-wise. One of the major themes towards the end of last year, which is expected to continue being a major theme this year, is the metaverse. For a start, it's already pushed the limits of capitalism, some might say. From Banksy pieces to Gucci handbags, it has succeeded at enticing a lot of people to buy things things that don't even exist in a metaphysical sense, the traditional sense. Meanwhile, content creators, of course, are having a field day selling NFTs. This has been going on for some time, hasn't it? This seems to be their latest money-making scheme, even though it remains to be seen whether they can ever really become an asset. Now, to avoid being left behind, businesses will have to start to viewing the metaverse as a platform to expand opportunities and increase customer engagement. At least the experts seem to think so. Analysts have predicted the metaverse will snowball into an 800 billion US dollar industry by 2024. Let's speak now with Ginny Lee. She's head of global partnerships at Clayton. It's a metaverse platform solutions provider. Ginny, by the way, formerly worked in the banking sector with Goldman Sachs, Barclays and ANZ. Hi, Ginny. Hi, hi. So, Ginny, here's the thing. You made the switch from banking to Clayton to providing metaverse platform solutions, being a specialist in blockchain and Web3. I'm sure there was a good reason for this. You saw the growth of all of this in spite of the fact that many people say they're not quite sure how to wrap their heads around this. That's right. So, um, yeah, thanks for the question. So switching from banking to blockchain came naturally to me, as I believe the blockchain technology will supplement traditional financial infrastructure and disrupt the way we do business. So as a part of the digital innovation, more and more banks are starting to adopt blockchain to develop more efficient and innovative products such as in governance or sustainability. So ever since I joined the world of Web3, there has never been a dull day, and it's a rapidly growing industry, and I get to learn new things every day. And I'm still fascinated by how blockchain technology can transform the industries and improve the business models. Mm. Of course, we have to make a distinction between blockchain and other things in the way blockchain is applied or the things that are underpinned by blockchain. So, of course, uh, people have tried to make the distinction between cryptocurrencies and blockchain. Now we have to make that distinction between what is the metaverse and blockchain. Blockchain is merely the tech that empowers all of these innovations, right? That's right. So I, I believe that, um, you know, when I compare with the Web3 and the metaverse, um, because these are some of the buzzwords that I hear going around right now. Mm. So they are sometimes used interchangeably, but there are key differences to note. So generally, Web3 refers to the next phase of the Internet evolution. So it is an overarching vision of the decentralized web where users have the ability to create and control their own content as well as monetize it through the decentralized platforms and protocols. So this allows for a more open and equal playing field where anyone can participate and contribute to the network. So out of many exciting use cases of the Web3 will bring, the metaverse is actually one of them. So Mm -hmm. it is a digital immersive environment that can be used to provide meaningful experiences for users, which would otherwise have a real life constraint. Okay, so how can businesses prepare for all of this? 
So you mean that's how the executives can think about this engaging in the metaverse? Yes, exactly. I mean, a lot of experts say you have to make sure that you have a presence in something like the metaverse, that you are fully utilizing Web3 to have a presence that will engage your customers. But considering that even the people who work at Meta say they have a problem wrapping their heads around this abstraction that is the metaverse, Mm -hmm. what exactly should businesses be doing if they wanted a strategic advantage? That's a great uh, point. So the metaverse is still in its early days, but we can expect to see even more innovative uses of this disruptive technology. So in order to take advantage of the metaverse, businesses must be willing to experiment and embrace the new technology. So here are some tips for business leaders. So you can map your organization's value propositions on the metaverse. So benchmarking that what relevant others are doing in the metaverse for ideas and inspiration first and start defining use cases that are clear and probable. As the pace of change accelerates, reassess your value position on an ongoing basis and ensure the customers recognize what your organization has to offer. So these are can, can be some of the tips. Yeah. Mm. Here's the thing, though. I mean, we mentioned non-fungible tokens earlier, and it's all part of this move towards marketing to a different group of people or making products more exciting to individuals. And I've heard that legal issues are a major factor that are also emerging in discussions about the metaverse as they have been emerging in discussions about things such as non-fungible tokens. So there are issues to do with ownership, consumer rights in a new world where the metaverse is the norm. So how does one get around all of those things? So I guess the biggest hurdles for the global, I mean, broader adoption, um, aside from the legal uh, constraints, um, the current Web3 scene is dominated by the jargons. So um, it's making it difficult for non-experts to fully participate. So my take take is that more inclusive in the metaverse would be one where users' interfaces are fun, intuitive, and easy to use. So when we look back in 1994, with the birth of the Internet, websites were in its novelty and most were skeptical, but they are widely used now. So blockchain is undergoing the same evolution. So while many find blockchain difficult now, fairly soon every company will have a blockchain or be on the blockchain. Okay, so what about the legal issues, the ownership issues, uh, the behavioral issues that have been brought up as a concern in a place like the metaverse? What exactly do you think needs to be done in order to at least ensure that we are somewhere decent once all of this starts to take over? Right. Um, I think that reminds me of the, you know, some of the announcement that Monetary Authority of Singapore has made, um, that they uh, cleaned the position clear that it does not welcome the speculative nature of the cryptocurrency when embracing the technology and innovative of digital assets, the potential it will bring to the financial industry. So I think... You know, no, but something as simple as, OK, I, I went into the metaverse and I bought this, but do I really own it? There have been some disputes over the ownership of NFTs and things like that as well. Right. I think that that will, um, you know, it's because it's still in the nascent stage, I think in terms of the ownership, there are a lot of things to be discussed in the future. And it's still in the evolutionary stage. So I think we should, um, you know, take some time and see how this uh, industry evolves. In the absence of all of these guidelines and rules, though, uh, what exactly should businesses be doing to ensure that they don't end up doing unethical things or things that might be considered illegal in the near future? 
I think that um, and aside from the fact about, you know, whether it's legal or not, not legal, um, I think a lot of um, the senior executives and business leaders and practitioners around the world, um, they are agreeing with the statement that, you know, their organization will lose an opportunity for competitive advantage if they don't adopt the blockchain and digital assets. So um, as a growing number of the organizations to adopt the technology, blockchain and metaverse is increasingly becoming an important topic. And in terms of the legal cases, I believe that it needs to be, still needs to be discussed among the community and uh, we need to keep that in an open discussion. Earlier, you made a distinction between Web3 and the metaverse. There's also a debate surrounding digital twins versus the metaverse. Can you expand on this one for us? Sure. Um, a digital twin is a virtual representation of the physical object that is provided real-time data to accurately imitate its actions and responses. And while this, this technology is not new, it allows us to build a strategic, I mean, strategic products and avoid costly mistakes. So the metaverse goes beyond digital twin technology. It is a broader concept that refers to a comprehensive virtual world where users can interact and engage in activities in a similar way to the real world. So in the metaverse, users can have their own digital, you know, virtual identities, avatars, and positions to create a virtual persona that can be taken everywhere. To what extent is the metaverse for everyone, for all businesses? Because I've also spoken to some experts who say, you know, just because it's there doesn't mean you need to be there or your product or service needs to be there. What is your belief about this? It's got to fit to purpose, right? That's right, yeah. So um, I think the environmental factor uh, plays a quite big part in this case because after the post-COVID time, um, I believe that a lot of consumer behavior has changed and they find it more familiar to do the, you know, interaction in the digital space. So I think these um, kind of evolves, you know, the way that people think and um, interact within the digital uh, space. Now, the UAE has been making headlines because it's expressed its aim to be a top 10 metaverse economy globally and an investment hub as well for the sector. Also, there will be lots of virtual jobs that they intend to create by the year 2030. What kind of jobs are we looking at really in this space? Sure. Um, so uh, with the emergence of the Web3, it will be more decentralized and there will be many new opportunities for people with the right skills. So professionals in the Web3 enjoy flexible working arrangements, including working remotely from anywhere in the world. So some Web3 jobs include blockchain developer, smart contract developer or solidity developer, etc. And the metaverse will radically change existing jobs and create the new ones as well. And our increasing reliance on it also creates the need for the jobs that don't currently exist. For example, like avatar clothing designer or metaverse event director or mm. metaverse safety manager. And there's an endless space in the metaverse and lots of opportunity. How exactly is Singapore doing in this regard in terms of development of manpower as well as innovations in the business realm? Right. So um, I think that compared to the UAE, um, both Singapore and UAE are moving quickly in this Web3 space. And um, Singapore as a global financial hub, it's very well known. It's the ease of doing business globally and has a thriving venture capital scene. And uh, Singapore has uniquely positioned itself, um, intersection between the digital assets and the financial world. And Singapore also provides the stability and comfortable environment and ease of easy access to the traditional finance and the funds. 
and also it takes um, a tough stance about the against the speculative assets, but it's um, mostly focusing more on the you know digital and um, the embracing of the digital assets. Against this backdrop, Ginny, what's your advice to businesses in a nutshell as we move forward into a space where the metaverse might actually become quite the norm? Existing in a metaverse might become quite the norm. Although people say it will take five to ten years, what exactly should they be doing at this point in order to prepare for this? I think that's also um, connected with uh, some of the answers that I um, prepared earlier, um, that um, you you can actually, um, you know, try to see what are the, you know, what are your competitors are doing in the metaverse. And, you know, you can get some inspiration first and you can think about the practical use cases that is can be done on the metaverse. Or you can also think about um, what are the changes, how, how does changes accelerate and it will create some value to your own business. All right. Thanks very much for your time today, Ginny. Ginny Lee, Head of Global Partnerships at Clayton. Thanks for joining us. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.